Hi, this is Midlife on Fire, and I'm CK Love. You know, I'm not much of a talker. I know, I have a podcast, but I'm not much of a talker. I never really liked to talk. Um, <clears throat> I don't naturally go that way. And I mean, I don't like to talk much. I mean, maybe it's because, um, you know, when I was a kid that if, you know, I had parents who were quite impatient around um, you expressing whatever it is that you wanted to say, whether it was a need or a, an idea or a thought, um, um, I would get shut down a fair bit. And and then, you know, the other people in, in, the, in the house talked much more than I did. So I became very quiet and I became um, a good listener and and which which you know helps when I'm doing therapy because I'm a very good listener. Um, I'm also a very good observer, so um, that also helps in therapy because um, I I do have a, a a keen sense of what's uh, going on in the moment, and um, and then you know and then it makes me a good witness, which is a uh, um, in spiritual terms, that's it's a very important role in uh, human existence to be the witness. And the witness is a non-attached um, form of listening or observing, which is about being present and about being available for the moment, whenever the moment comes, um, as as well as um you know as human beings it's nice when people see us and so i'm a very good witness in that regard and um and so you know the other day i was listening to a podcast the this american life and it was talking about gossip and um and i, I never i never liked gossip um my my sister and my mother tended to um, talk about the friends of the family and talk about my sister's friends and what they were doing, maybe what trouble they were getting into. I don't know. I never listened. So, <clears throat> and I never listened knowing that, uh, that I could be very easily um, a subject of gossip between my mother and my sister um, because I wasn't kind of girl they or at least my mother thought that I should be so my sister I think had to listen to my mother a little bit about that <clears throat> and so um their criticisms of me later in life um probably stem from that anyway so this um <clears throat> so I never really um engaged in gossip um, and I grew very quiet. Anyway, as you know, uh, this podcast is kind of off the cuff. So um, if you've been listening to uh, me talk, it's it's just about what I have in mind and what I, I thought might be interesting to talk about. So gossip. I was listening to that podcast and it was about gossip. And, you know, the first segment was about um, sort of a story about um, how somebody had um, 
told somebody close to them a confidence and then that person told somebody else the confidence without realizing that they breached the um, secret um, barrier and and engaged in gossip. That was one story. The other story was about or is about um, reality TV and you know reality TV I don't know how it has to do with gossip so much but I suppose if you're manipulating the situation in order for the situation to be something else than it normally would be I suppose that's I don't know how that's gossip but anyway that's what the story was about. <clears throat> the second um, story was about uh, um, gossip that is for survival. I mean, it was about, uh, you know, in a particular place in the world, um, this, this person was talking about how they used gossip in order to find out if the person that they are engaging with in a relationship um, has sort of a transmittable disease. And so, and so the gossip was used either written form and put on a bulletin board or um, amongst family and friends of the person um, to find out whether they were, you know, so, so to speak, clean or without uh, transmittable disease. And, and, and so, um, because this particular place in the world has a high level of this particular kind of disease. Anyway, so, so what, what was really interesting to me was that it was an acceptable thing in the society or in the culture at, in this particular place to amongst these, this certain age group, um, was definitely, um, uh, the age group, but older people too, not only younger people, um, <clears throat> that, uh, that, that you would, in order to find something out about somebody, you would go to somebody else to find that thing out. That in therapeutic terms or spiritual terms, um, you know, is, is called triangulation. And, um, and I think that, um, and, you know, triangulation is in, in the sense of of well-being, um, body, mind, and spirit, uh, triangulation is not a good thing. And the reason is because, I mean, I guess that's why we have hearsay, and that and that you know um, the law doesn't necessarily like hearsay, and that's I guess why we play broken telephone. <laughs> Because in actual fact, that's what happens. You know, if we go to somebody else, they might get a fact wrong. They might embellish because they like to sell stories. I mean, I've known a few people like that, and um, and there, and and so you don't really get to the truth of it. And and as well, you don't give the other person the opportunity to speak their truth, to talk for themselves about themselves. You know, it's like. When I was growing up, I would tell my mother something about my life, and then she would tell my sister. And then when I went to tell my sister about that particular thing, because that's why we tell stories about what's happening in our lives, because we get to connect with people, and we get to share, and we get to um, maybe have empathy for one another and build empathy and and 
and that kind of thing between one another, camaraderie, <clears throat> um, sort of the knowledge of, or the, the consciousness of, does anybody need your help sort of thing. And, um, and because my mother told my sister, and so when I told my sister what was going on with me, I was shut down and told, yeah, 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 I know. Mom told me. So that's um, why triangulation is not <clears throat> always the best thing um, for relationship, for connection, you know, for being with other people. You know, I guess the reason why that uh, we might not go to other people um, um, and ask them the question is because of maybe a fear of the reactions. So, you know, is it a is it an over-the-top reaction almost to the question, whatever question you have, of violence? Or is it that um, defensiveness? Because defensiveness is a sign of, perhaps a sign of either how you ask the question <clears throat> or um, hiding the truth. And so, so a, a, a lot uh, of not going to the person that you're actually having a question about is about not getting the truth. And you think you might get the truth from other people. And in actual fact, that's not true. And so, you know, when, when you triangulate, you're never ever given, giving the other person the opportunity to tell their story. And then you're never ever able um, for yourself to actually know how to ask for the truth. And um, and that's, <clears throat> you know, that's part of it. And the other part of triangulation is just talking, not really wanting to get to the truth, but, but, but finding it entertaining or the titillation of some kind of um, <clears throat> scandal or something, you know, might, um, might be involved uh, on your part but um but and and that's that's the other reason why that you know in in therapy and in um, spirituality triangulation is is a, a way of um, avoiding uh, what it is that you need to understand which will make you grow because we avoid, mostly as humans, we avoid personal growth. And I can tell you that, um, um, like, you know, pretty much I can tell you that. So, so, um, so why do you gossip? Say for instance, if you do, like ask yourself what it is that, that makes you gossip and wants to you and, and compels you to, to, um, go to a third party instead of going directly to the person that you're having a question about. Um, and then what does it say about you? I mean, going to the other person to get the, the answer to your question is a pretty scary place. It's a, it's a place where um, if you if you have an inkling of what the truth is, you're going to avoid it. And so that is kind of squashing 
your growth because in order to grow you have to find out the things that you might not want to hear <clears throat> and so if that's the case and you don't hear you, you don't want to hear you know the truth of, of things then then you, you don't give yourself the opportunity to grow into a, a bigger wider De deeper human being and you just keep staying on the surface now staying on the surface may feel right and true to you at this moment in time um, but as I got into midlife I needed to find the depth of um, what the truth was about myself and about the people around me and then how I was with other people. I mean, really, it's all about you. You know, how you approach life um, kind of starts opening up in your midlife. You know, the approach to life, um, you know, in, in ways that helped us survive in our younger years but become more and more a burden as we get older and wiser i don't know if um, wisdom comes with experience i mean it certainly does it comes with experience but wisdom actually is there for the taking and what needs to happen in my opinion anyway is the opening and the um, the being able to risk truth, the truth of certain situations, of you know the 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 truth of your life, being able to look it in the eye and say, okay, what is it that I need to do in order to follow whatever this path is? Because sometimes, if we don't ask for the truth we're I guess stuck in what we were told our lives should be like you know I mean we all in at, in different measure you know different measures we all come into our midlife with certain preconceived notions about what life means and what you how you fit into that some of us not all of us um feel really uncomfortable in the clothes we were given um up until midlife really uncomfortable i know i was uncomfortable with the kind of person my family expected me to be and actually projected me to be <clears throat> if you listened to my podcast you would know a few things like um like i was the worst person ever on the face of the earth i mean that's that was that was one part of uh, my family dynamic and and that you know um and then the society dynamic where you're supposed to get married and you're supposed to have children and you're supposed to be with family all the time. And you're, especially as a woman. And I said no to that. 
and um, and I was made to feel very uncomfortable for a very long time about those decisions. I also decided to separate from my family for a very long time. Um, different spirits, I would go back and hope that they would appreciate me as the person I am at this point in time because I knew I wasn't that awful person they kept on saying I was. Um, but I was treated the minute I walked through the door in the same way as if I were the 16 year old. And, and so at, as tough as it was for me to not be with my family, it was tougher to be with my family, just really tough. And so I had to decide what was more important um, was, you know, and what I, what I chose was, was that I needed to feel like I could progress as the person I knew who I, who I, I, as a person I knew I was, <clears throat> rather than go back to being the, trying to be the person that I was, but then tolerating um, their abuse, basically. <clears throat> so, so that's that's why we gossip, I guess. You know, the gossip the gossip is is to is not go to the other person and say that I have a problem with you doing this or I have a problem with um, how you made that decision or um, because it's all about you and it's all about your growth and it's all about looking inward um, and all about <clears throat> the truth of who you are you know it's like do you lay so much expectation on other people that you were actually not realizing it, that you lay so much expectation on yourself. I mean, that as tough as you are on people, you will be even tougher on yourself. And I think that um, um, going to the source, go directly to the problem that you're having, because you're having the problem. The other person, or whatever the thing is, is just there it's just existing the other person isn't doing anything because of you so for you to feel that a discomfort of some sort anyway i just wanted to talk about that um because it just struck me how um it's gossip is it it's thought to be information but it's not because eventually when when you do go to other people to ask about a certain person you're not going to get a truth because maybe they will tell you something that you want to hear and you're not going to the person directly you have to go to the person directly and you have to if they say what they say you know, the spiritual, the, ther the therapy work is that <clears throat> you take them at their word. And then the work is you can trust yourself 
because that's the thing too, right? Is that you don't trust yourself enough to protect yourself from maybe a lie that they're talking about, that they, you know, like you ask them a question and, and they don't tell you the truth. Can you trust yourself enough to know that even if they don't tell you the truth, deep down in your gut, in your heart, you know what you have to do. You know, because we're always asking externally, we're always asking for permission. <clears throat> you know, we're always asking for validation. We're always asking for, um, what's the word? Um, confirmation about what we're truly feeling inside. And so if we're feeling that the other person has, um, um, violated your confidence or um, taken advantage of you or manipulated you or, or something, you know, we're asking them to tell us, no, 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 no. Everything's good. Everything's fine. But deep down inside, if that doesn't ring true, then that doesn't ring true to you. So uh, the whole part about this is that do you trust yourself enough to know what it is that you need to do in a given situation? Because if you don't, then you're always kind of untethered. You're not grounded. You're waiting for someone else to make you feel okay, make you feel better or tell you something that makes you feel vindicated. So in midlife, the wisdom is there. And the experience in order to unfold that wisdom is to always ask for the truth directly from the source. I think that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> I think that's all I'm going to say. Um, I hope that made sense. I think it did. And that's a very woman thing to say is that I hope I made sense. And what if I didn't? I think that um, I just hope that you got something out of it and that you that you had fun listening so midlife such a an amazing time to get real with yourself and although that's really scary it's the best thing to do because it will turn things into richness because that's the gold that's what we're shooting for so <clears throat> um like i say 
come talk to me if you want. Um, always looking for uh, people to interview on the podcast. So if you're interested, get in touch. And um, yeah, I think it's a great day to go out and be a badass. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Strengthen